Hello and welcome back to the Active Explorer podcast. Today I'm going to be talking to you about facing your fears, specifically facing your fears when you're learning to do new skills, especially those that include outdoor adventure. Because of course that's obviously where I spend a lot of my time and I would say that my most difficult task in the last couple of years has been learning to ski. But before we get into facing our fears, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about what I'm reading this week and what I have been up to. What I'm reading this week is Maximize Your Potential, which is published by 99U. I came across this series of books published by 99U while listening to the Creative Warriors podcast. So if you are somebody who is in business, particularly in a creative business, this is one of the podcasts that I listen to weekly. Sometimes I go on uh, serial listening episodes when I haven't had a chance to sit down with that podcast in a while and I just listen to episode after episode. Fantastic podcast. I've met the producer of it and he is a very wise man and brings on people who add a lot to the conversation. Various authors and other professionals in creative entrepreneurship. The other book that I am reading this, actually, I just read it last week, Manage Your Day-to-Day, which is all on productivity habits. And I am a student of productivity. I also teach people and consult with businesses on productivity and marketing. So it is a topic that I'm following all the time. So that's what's on my uh, bookshelf this week. I just got back from visiting Florida and helping my parents move, seeing my daughter, But enough about me. I do hope that uh, those book recommendations and podcast recommendations are of value to you because they certainly have been contributing to my life lately. The brave man is not he who does not feel afraid, but he who conquers that fear. Nelson Mandela. Fear's no fun. And quite frankly, learning to do something like skiing or rappelling, caving, downhill mountain biking. That one definitely froze me up the first time I tried it. All of those new challenges can really bring up our fear. And it really doesn't matter if it's just some what somebody would call an easy green run or a fairly level bike run. What matters is how it feels to you. It's a challenge to you if it's making you afraid. That impacts you not just in how you're feeling as emotionally, it also causes a physiological reaction in your body. And this puts you back into that really old part of your brain. I like to call it the monkey brain. That's really toward the base of your brain, the amygdala. This is that fight or flight spot, and it is a very narrow place. It is not creative. That part of our brain kicks into action when we're upset, like arguing with our partner, or when we're afraid, like learning a new skill which is where we're going to be at today. And this doesn't just come up from people first learning a new skill. It's also when you're leveling up or trying to push yourself a little harder, doing something a bit steeper, more frightening. Moguls, if you're a skier, but you're used to being on groomers, all of that is going to kick up this fear response for some people. And there really is no cure-all for facing that anxiety, but there are some techniques that you can use. And that's what I'm going to do today is talk to you about those techniques. First of all, get real. I mean, okay, so maybe you've been a skier, but you haven't been on skis in 10 years, and you just get back out on the slopes and you go for the runs that you used to ski thinking, eh, no problem. Well, 
hey, newsflash, you're not the same skier you were 10 years ago, and it will start to choke you up a bit if you're like me. Some people are fearless. I'm just not one of them. If you're an experienced skier trying to do something after you've been away from it for a while, or you're leveling up to new terrain, or you're a brand new skier, be easy on yourself and get real. It is natural to feel afraid. These sports that we're doing, they're supposed to be fun, not masochistic. So get realistic about your abilities and enjoy your day instead of beating yourself up. Take it slow and steady. You know, the old saying, slow and steady wins the race, but I'm raising my hand here in the studio. This is advice that I full on ignored, especially as a skier. And yeah, I'll admit it, I am still ignoring it up to this week. I push myself so hard. I try to take this advice and I wrestle with it. Fortunately, what this does is it makes a lot of my days out on the slopes scary. Sometimes I have this sense where like I have tunnel vision and I feel cold and I'm getting that kind of a bit of a sweat even though I'm out in below freezing temperatures because I'm looking down at a slope that is so frightening to me I can't even remember how to ski anymore. I'm in that monkey brain of mine. I'm pushing myself too hard. Taking it slow and steady, what that really means because it's a saying, but what does the heck does that mean when you're actually learning an outdoor skill? What that means is introduce yourself to skills a little bit at a time slowly increase the challenge not only does this help you build your skills at a progressive rate it's also a level of desensitization and you may have heard that term in reference to people with phobias you know that snakes across the room get a little bit closer to it and maybe a little closer eventually pet that but what i'm talking about is take the slopes a little steeper maybe a little steeper still improve your skills in conjunction with desensitizing yourself to the fear so that you can stay in that frontal part of your brain that is creative and can get into a flow and connect with that rhythm in your body so if you're repelling start with a shorter repel go on to higher and higher drops or if you are climbing progress up in the difficulty a lot of times climbing is pretty much self-limiting anyways you come off the wall if it's too hard for you don't try to leap ahead because that brings up both your limitations and skill and your emotional limitations because you get afraid so again it's no fun back to the previous point of getting real and it's not as effective i know that i am trying to preach this even to myself as i say it to you but on the days when I do ease into the increased difficulty, I actually gain more progress than when I just try to throw myself at something that is over my head. Peer pressure. Peer pressure is a tough one. And this is probably why I am pushing myself so hard because I ski with somebody who is so much a better skier than I am. Having that person with me that was like, hey, let's go here and let's go do this. And I don't want to be that loser that is holding him back. I push myself in part because of the peer pressure I'm feeling. This also happens when you go on a group vacation, a whole bunch of guys head out on a ski vacation or a mountain biking trip, and you happen to be the one with skills that are a little bit behind or you're just not as brave. So you have to find a way to manage that peer pressure. One way to do this is to look for parallel runs. Maybe you go on one trail 
that is a little bit easier while they do something more challenging. You can do that both with biking, you can do that with skiing, certainly you can do it with climbing because frequently there are routes of different levels right near each other. Try to find parallel routes where you're all doing the same activity together, but you're each doing it at your level. Get to hang out afterwards, you can still go out for a beer or dinner, but you're each having fun and not holding each other back. Another route is to go take a lesson. Depending on what your activity is, if that's an option, certainly it's an option if you're at a ski resort. A lot of times if you have gone to a destination for something like biking or climbing, again, you can go take a lesson. So that has you breaking away from your group, admittedly, so that you have to decide if that works for you. But you also are improving your skills. So when you come back together, then good times. You have new skills. You can do more with your friends than you could before you went to take that lesson. So that's one of the top things that I would recommend. For me, I found that taking lessons also helped that wrestling. Sometimes I'm my worst peer is <laughs> me beating up on myself. So by taking lessons, I can get more in a couple of hours with an instructor than I can do by myself in months because they see things from the outside that your partner, uh, husband, wife, buddies, all of them can't see the little mistakes and nuances and technique that are holding you back. But if you get with a really good instructor, they can diagnose and correct the problems that are holding you back in your skills. And why am I talking about skills here when the main gist is fear? improve your skills and you improve your confidence. So I highly recommend jumping into some lessons, not just to as a method to alleviate that peer pressure, but also as a way to ease up on yourself and level yourself up in a hurry, especially if you're impatient <laughs> like me. I uh, The example I would use is in my skiing a couple of years ago, I was really stuck on steep blues right about there that's about as far as I could get and for people who are not skiers that's about that intermediate level where I just was jammed so what I did is I went ahead and took some lessons sorry about that somebody just slammed a door in the background but uh, I went out took some lessons and amazingly within a week I went from being jammed up on the steep sections of blue groomers to skiing black diamonds, which are the toughest terrain out there. And uh, for me, that was a big ego boost. I was super excited and it was fun because then I could go places with my partner I couldn't go. And the best part was I wasn't scared all the time. I could pretty much cover all the runs on the mountain because of that lesson. Now, where I do still get jammed up is when I go like off trail and deep powder. I'm going to go take some lessons next week, as a matter of fact, to try and work on that. But I still have my fear point, but it's me as an experienced skier trying to level up. Whereas before I was really just jammed up and scared pretty much by the whole process. I could wipe out on some of the easiest parts of the mountain. Uh, when I before I took that lesson so it was just him helping me with technique you may wonder should you ask your spouse or partner to help you instead of getting lessons and paying all that money for the most part not a good idea uh, I have 
found that when it's a romantic partner, we have some pride involved. We may not realize it, but there's absolutely this pride factor where we want to look good in front of the person that we love and care about, or we want to look good in front of our friends. And we aren't quite as receptive to their instruction. Additionally, I think that they are less likely to give us very honest, candid feedback. So I would recommend going ahead and getting with an instructor instead of trying to have a friend or your romantic partner teach you. Take a break and breathe. Uh, fear blocks our ability to think clearly. I was talking about that at the beginning. And that's certainly not a good thing if you are just barreling toward the side of a, uh, the, a steep area on the trail, or, you know, on a bike or skiing. You don't want to be afraid and not thinking clearly. That's just adding fuel to that fire. You're already afraid. You're going to make what you're afraid of happen if you're not thinking clearly. So pause, breathe, take some deliberate, deep diaphragmatic breaths. That helps your body. You can see I'm kind of doing it now, so I'm just telling you. That tells your body it's time to relax. And by getting that physiological part in play, which you can control, it will help influence the emotional part, easing you up, freeing your mind to think more clearly. And in thinking more clearly, you're going to make those right moves in the new skill that you're trying to learn that help you feel less afraid and do it better and rebuilding your confidence so as soon as you start to realize you're getting bound up pause and take five to ten deep breaths and then resume if it's really something that's jamming you up maybe it's time to roll it up for the day i have certainly had those days where i went from being able to ski pretty well the day before and then I go out and something scares me and the same things that I runs that I was doing the day before suddenly are frightening to me. On those moments I realize it's just pretty much over. Call a timeout, go get a beer, get in the hot tub, just take it easy. Call it a day and go back fresh the next day. Sometimes it's not going to help even to take deep breaths or to take a break you just need to step away for a little bit. But this is a common problem. Being afraid while skiing, snowboarding, biking, climbing, whatever your sport is, it's part of being human. And I certainly hope that these suggestions and knowing that you are not the only person who goes through this helps you have more fun the next time you're out playing in the slopes or on the side of a mountain, because that's really what I'm here for is to encourage you to get outside, stay fit to be outside, and have a whole lot of fun. So that is it for this week. I have been keeping these podcasts pretty short recently. I will ask you that you please leave a review on iTunes, or if you listen to my podcast on Stitcher or any of the other outlets where you have located it, please, if you like my podcast, let other people know. That helps other people find me and certainly send me your comments. I would love to hear from you on Twitter or Instagram. My handle is at active underscore explorer. And you can also reach me through my blog on the contact forms. That's theactiveexplorer.com. I would love to hear from you. In particular, I would like to know what you would like to hear about on this podcast. And until next week, stay adventurous and have fun.